Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready for a digital dive? You're listening to the GZ Chop Shop Podcast, the weekly tech and gaming media podcast that breaks down the latest news, law, and more. So plug in, because the GZ Chop Shop starts now. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the GZ Chop Shop Podcast. Today, we got our full panel. Myself, Warners, and Yuli, and we got a pretty intense uh, episode to talk about. Like this is <laughs> like we've been giving Microsoft some shit over the last few weeks, but right now the entire entertainment industry is about to catch it because uh, by the time you guys are hearing this, it's probably like over. It's been over a week, but at the time we're recording this, it's like an hour, an hour old. The Writers Guild of America has officially called a strike. And I first heard about it for the Marvel series uh, Daredevil Born Again, which had started production. Um, is now, it's, it's pretty much on the sidelines. It is on strike. Nothing is moving forward because the writers are like, no, we're not writing. And then Yuli let me know like, oh yeah, that's also happening with uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Oh, dude, I thought this was also for Blade because Blade is also paused. Dude, it probably is. It, it probably well, it is, is because for the writers. So for anyone who doesn't know, because I didn't know this until today, I didn't know there was a writer guild of a, uh, association for, uh, you know, America for all the writers in the entertainment industry. I didn't know that. Like, I knew there were unions for everything, but it didn't even click for me that there was probably one for the writers. And for anyone who doesn't know. Basically, the writers are saying that they are not being paid their value. When you break it down and the reasons they gave, because back before streaming services, writers only had to produce for movies and broadcast television. And it was basically reward for effort. The better that movie did, the better that show did, the more they got paid. But now with the implementation of streaming services, their pay didn't go up. In fact, it became less because now with streaming services, the main distributors, Netflix, NBC, Paramount, Disney, they basically are telling the writers, one, make the show seasons shorter. Now, back in the early 2000s, 90s, whatever, one season of a show was like 24 episodes. Now, on average, you're lucky if it's 13. The more high profile it is, the less episodes it has. They want to draw it out for as long as possible to make the most. Mm -hmm. They're not only cutting the writer's jobs in half by minimizing the seasons, but 
And here's the real kicker. And I, I said this to, to you in our Discord chat. A lot of the people were saying, oh, AI is not going to be replacing jobs anytime soon. I said, you know what? I didn't want to sound like a dick in previous episodes and say this, but I said, I'm going to say it now because these people have never had a problem speaking their mind on it. And I was like, man, they sound like the Xbox people who said, oh, they're saying Windows 11 doesn't run on your computer because your computer can't handle it, not because they need you to buy a new computer. I'm like, "Mm, you're full of shit. It's really because they just want you to buy a whole brand new computer with the parts that they're partnered with. Well, and let's not forget the shit a couple months ago when a ton, uh, and nobody's talking about this anymore, when a ton of uh, networks and journalists uh, were laid off and, and openly replaced by AI. And that was the other thing. I said, everyone was saying no one's job is going to get replaced. I said, you know, the people that are saying that are the people that think their job can't be replaced by AI until it is. Because right now, AI is famous for image creation and writing. So everyone's thinking their job is cushy and safe and, oh, an AI can't replace my job. I'm important. I'm a necessity until AI replaces your job. Um, And that's what the Writers Guild of America is saying, that they're using AI for some of these scripts and they're asking them, well, don't do that and don't make that the, the the main script. So I'm like, oh, so basically you're saying the big companies, Disney, Netflix, whatever, these juggernauts, they're trying to find a way to not pay actual personnel for for their their work, for their create That's creative awesome. work. My my argument, you know, and, and this goes way back to when we had that discussion with the journalists being laid off. Um I think it was something like something like a few thousand of them were, were laid off and then there was some conflict and arguments about whether or not it, they were being replaced with AI and the companies tried to deny it, even though there was a ton of evidence and people were saying that they were being replaced by AI uh, to write uh, on their behalf. The, the issue, the main issue here isn't just this one thing. It's we're, if we allow this to happen, we're normalizing completely removing human creativity and artistic work across the board. And it's not just lazy, it's extremely irresponsible to do to ourselves, to remove, remove human creativity from the, from the equation and replace it with AI. I think one of the reasons, uh, and this is just my personal opinion, I am not saying that there's a, you know, any scientific facts to back this. This is just, I guess, me as a human feeling this way it's they might want to remove the human influence at least the people in positions of power the people that have more money than they can spend in a lifetime want to remove human influence because with human influence messages can still be delivered messages that mainstream media won't deliver messages that powers that be don't want you to know how many movies have we a good example, the movie Nefarious. A lot of people, it's flying under the radar. And I'm going to tell you why it's flying under the radar. Only movie critics have panned that movie. Every person, every consumer who's seen that movie says they left that movie with a whole different mindset. Even, and a lot of people think, oh, it's probably some heavy religion. Even if you're not religious, a lot of people are just spiritual. A lot of people who go in with a scientific mind, even they left saying that movie gives you a lot to think about. 
the 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 exchange, the dialogue be- between the the prisoner and the man who's there to see if he's actually insane is just so intense. It's not an action filled movie. It's 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 a mental movie. Critics are like, oh, it's terrible, terrible, terrible to influence the people to not go watch it because it's delivering messages that now we all know not to listen to critics because they tend to shit all over movies that actually exactly, are good. Mario. Exactly. Don't, don't, don't tell me for a second. Like, nobody can convince me that critics aren't swayed to say one thing or another and the same way politicians yeah, in are. every industry, in every industry, it's who pays the most. That's why no one gives a shit. What so, they say. By removing the human influence from mainstay media, you can push your own agenda. You can program for now AI to write exactly what you want to start reprogramming people's thoughts on how we perceive things. Oh, this is the road we're going down. Oh, well, okay, has this been this. always a thing since, oh, well, if we get into the political point of it, since Donald Trump was running, we talked about Russian bots coercing people to fight each other on Facebook, on Twitter, to meet in public areas and cause outrage. Like they were bots from other countries going into our U.S. system and fucking with people's heads and making them go against each other, basically trying to incite civil unrest. The only thing with that is that was an illegal approach. This would be a totally legal approach to do the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, at this point, I think everything comes, it, you know, all none of our opinions ultimately matter on this political or not, because none of us actually know what to believe in. Exactly. Because nobody trusts the media and no smart person should trust the information they receive anymore. And a lot of it does have to do not just with the people in charge of media in general and the entertainment industry, but now we have AI in the equation that can be programmed to do whatever, you know, the powers that be, whoever's in charge, um, whoever wants something written or said in a certain way to portray a certain message can do so. And it's, so it's, 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 it's a weird time right now because there is no trust. And I, I feel like smart people that do think for themselves aren't trusting anything right now, no matter what anybody says um, regarding other countries or politics or, or the information you receive at all. Before we go even further in that rabbit hole, I, uh, with every strike, you know, people are probably wondering, well, what were the writers asking for? Now, this is for the writers across America, not like one specific group, but like writers across America. They were saying, uh, hey, can you add like another 429 million? For the all of the writers to split, like split four hundred twenty nine million to, to split, split across yeah. all of the writers. That's not even a lot compared to like one movie makes that much. You know what I mean? Like you know what they were countered with eighty six million. So hardly mm-hmm. even a quarter. Not even a quarter. Yeah. Wow. Now a fun fact, and I didn't know this, and I said, "Damn, you know." I thought if you're in that industry, you're you're good. I found this out today. And I said, this is why you can't judge a book by its cover. I was ignorant to this. Some of those writers are only making minimum wage right now. Yeah, the, it's I, my understanding. Is it's one of those things in, in, in some of our I, you know, umbrella of industries that they are guaranteed a specific amount. 
and a lot of times it's minimum wage. And then the rest they make is based off contracts and, and you know, what, so on. What was the equivalent of royalties? But because streaming services, and this is why I have a sub like a, a bar hatred for streaming services and the fact that a new one comes out every like month because a lot of those writers could get like royalties back pay on old shows that were still airing on broadcast TV. Well, less people watch broadcast television and go more to streaming, but streaming services control what stays in their catalog and backlog. So if they remove old shows that writers were still getting paid for, they no longer get paid because no one can watch it because the streaming service said, eh, it's not what's new. We're removing it. And on top of that, still ask them to write a whole new season at half the amount with a flat rate at the door. So you got to imagine if you come and they say, OK, we will pay you. I'm throwing a number out there. I don't know if, if anyone works in the industry and can give the accurate numbers, please do. Don't take this number as gospel. This is a hypothetical. They say, hey, for an eight episode a uh, series of our prominent show will pay you 10,000 uh per episode. You think okay, cool, that's 80,000 flat rate. Then that show turns around and makes we'll say a million 1.1 million in revenue. But they they they've they've already got their their flat fee. So whether that show succeeds or doesn't, you know, that's it. That's that's all they get. And then after like a year because we have short attention spans now. Modern society has exceedingly short attention spans. They go, no one's watching anymore. We'll take out the catalog. So that person could have been making like, I don't know, maybe like a thousand extra thousand dollars a month while it stayed in the catalog. And that's, I think that's an understatement, but thousand dollars a month is, is yeah. I guess, a number. <laughs> but now they're not even going to make that because the streaming service removed it. And here's the thing. There, when you think about it, the writers are writing for m- multiple platforms now. They're writing for the streaming audience and they're writing for it to go to broadcast, but they're only getting paid for one. Right. And, you know, if, if anyone doesn't, you know, not, not really familiar with what it takes to be a writer, um, just a, a little small side thing. It's not a, it's not a, you know, nine to five job. It's, it's a 24 seven job. It's something that they, they're, you know, obviously you're very passionate about writing if you're in that industry. You, you're not, no writer is in the industry and they truly do suck at their job. Yes, we've, we see bad writing. However, they're the top of the industry for a reason. They're in that industry for a reason because they are the best. And they work very hard on the information that they put out and the things they write. It's not a nine to five job. So if you guys were wondering why you were seeing like Saturday Night Live and Jimmy Kimmel and a few of the other late night shows uh, in rerun mode, that's that's why Um, a lot of them, they're supporting the the writers because they're you know, you got to think like, yeah, the hosts bring the personality and the charisma to the show, but the writers write the show for them and they simply present it. There's a reason they have show writers that you loved it. That's the writer. Like everything we see happen. And I'm not trying to, sh- you know, belittle the VFX teams and everyone else who works behind the scenes. Uh, but. Oh, they all get paid yeah. like shit, too. Don't don't be mistaken. But none of that would even get out the door without the writers. As proven out. with the strike. The, 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 the strike that's going on. You mentioned that the 
that the late night hosts are, you know, like with their siding with their crew saying like, no, they deserve better pay. Right. And we already know that currently what's that, what's that dude that nobody likes his shows getting botched the late, late night show carpool karaoke. I, I I think I know who you're talking. I can't I I can't remember the name now. I can't remember. Uh, there's like fucking fifteen. Yeah, there's like late night shows. I don't <laughs> so many. Anymore. Put your name well, in the title, think, like Jimmy Kimmel did. I, I, I don't. Yeah, no. I, well, well, whatever. His show's getting canceled, and you know we could put it to the writer strike or that or some other factors. But I'm pretty sure the writer strike is a huge factor in like, well, nobody's watching it. They're not getting paid. We'll just botch the show. But then you have people who uh, I'm reading an insider report. Jimmy Fallon and Seth Meyers are paying, you know, salaries for their writers during the strike out of their pocket. Yeah. And, you know, there, there are, you know, a handful of um, TV hosts or show hosts in this case, I guess would be the better word, um, who, despite what people think about them, they actually really care. They're actually really kind, good people, and they care about the writers and the people that help them with the show. Do you think it'd be better off if they decide to go the Conan O'Brien route, where instead of continuing with what was a TBS that was holding hosting the show, he went and decided to do a podcast out of his pocket, out of his name, and he's taking care of his people? That would probably be a really good route to go. Um... And I, I actually have a friend who's kind of doing the same thing. She's working in reverse. She's taking her podcast to a TV show and it's like, like, you know, she takes care of her people and that's probably what would have to happen because you can't count on the distribution companies to take care of anyone. They just want that money, that revenue. And this is the other bone I got to pick. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. You don't want to pay the writers. Without the writers, you don't have a show. Without the writers, you don't have a purpose for a VFX team. You don't have a purpose for the 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 guy who brings coffee. Which, by the way, I'm not making fun of that person because half those people wouldn't function if they didn't do their job. Let's just be honest. Hey, towel boys get rings too. Saying because. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think it's fair to say, regardless of what your job is, it's and critical. What it is you do, you show up every day, you're doing, you're doing the best you can, whatever that job is, you deserve yeah. to be paid. Yeah. And, um, you got Netflix, you got Disney and I already got a bone to pick with Disney. Um, I've, I've not been a fan of Disney for a little bit. I haven't been a fan of Disney in years, ever since they started buying out yeah. everything. I, Disney ticked me off when they raised the price of the subscription. Now I paid for the I paid for the Hulu and Disney 
Disney Plus together. Why? Because when I got it, ad free Hulu, ad free Disney, they come back and say, hey, we're raising the price. Your Hulu tier no longer falls under the ad free, but we're still going to charge the you. thing you already paid for. The thing you you already yeah I had I had a similar issue, <laughs> and I'm like so what am I paying for? They didn't even gra- at least as much as I fucking hate Amazon at least they grandfathered people in who already paid their yearly exactly. subscription. But no, Disney was just like yeah we're gonna charge you more and now you're gonna get and it's not even like like one to two ads I can handle. No, they're hitting me with all the ads that I paid to not see but I'm still paying yep. that same price. All the streaming services are doing it. We all know oh Twitch is doing it. We've God, all noticed it on Twitch and YouTube, and neither of them have said shit. They, they, they're, they're going about business as usual and not saying a damn thing as if we are having some kind of Mandela effect, and there's always been several ads during, you know, <laughs> during we actually, like every five oh fucking God, minutes. I had this conversation I was talking about because we were having a watch party in a server, and this person had Hulu. Lady Bird, I'm calling you out. She has ad version <laughs> Hulu. And everyone that was watching that show with her said, fuck off out of here. Let us stream the show because we have the ad free version. Because ain't no way you're putting six, six minute ads in one 30 minute show. Dude, anime is the worst on Hulu. I can I could I could barely enjoy Bleach because like every three, four minutes. Yep. I was getting like two minute ads. I'm like, bro. Well, I don't know if you guys noticed, and this is why I know a couple years ago, I stopped the, 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 I guess the package deal with Hulu and then Crunchyroll Funimation. They don't give you the entire catalog and they don't make the catalog easy to go through versus if you just had the Crunchyroll and Funimation. And when you get, um, when you bundle things through Hulu, the, that app that you're bundled with gets less money. And that upset me when I looked into that. So now, and, and well, since then, I no longer bundle anime with, with anything. I, I go straight to Crunchyroll or Funimation. I, I have a subscription to both until Funimation officially closes down. Because fuck Disney. They're not getting my money. Any more than they already pushing are. Pushing out and, and buying out anime. I'm, I'm not even <laughs> I know. I feel you. I 100% feel you. How dare they? <laughs> the nerve! The nerve of Disney to try to dip their fingers and toes into that into that anime. Is the only, How dare that is they? The only thing I support of Florida. Florida is fucking over Disney, and I'm all for it. Keep fucking them over. Keep saying like, "Oh, you want to mess with our government? Well, we're gonna mess with your profits." I, you know what? I gotta say, I I, I will argue this because I hate Florida so much. <laughs> I hate them. I hate everything that is Florida. I wish someone could cookie cut Florida out. I wish Florida could get, could get fucking isekai'd into another world, preferably a dimension from hell and just go away. And they can take everyone in that fucking state with them. I don't care how innocent they are. Fuck Florida. <laughs> and you know what? I felt this way just off the humidity okay, there alone. Well, and I live well, in Texas well, and it sucks here. On Florida. What was your point? I don't know. I fuck Florida. That's my point. <laughs> I was waiting for like this. And if you're if you're a listener and you're from Florida, I'm not sorry. I hate that state. Get out while you still can. I, I really <laughs> thought he had like some legitimate reason. Uh, every single day I sit down for dinner. He came in with like every he's gonna day. have a fucking point, and it just just completely no. ruined. I, 
I sit down every day for a meal and I go, thank you for this meal. And please remove uh, Florida. <laughs> Isekai, Florida to a hell dimension. Um, thank you. And then I eat. Oh, my dinner. goodness. <laughs> okay. Well, now that we got that out of the way, we know how much. Well, there goes all our Florida, Florida. subscribers. <laughs> uh, I've always I wonder this. All these streaming services are raising their money, right? Like raising their their profits. They're raising the subscription fees. Why can't they pay everyone their due? Because where the hell is that money going? Well, it's a union. I've a lot of people have known this that unions are kind of a scam in themselves, where only the top people are getting paid. So I think there is some shady fuckery within the WGA that's not allowing everybody getting paid. Because if they rebuttaled with the eighty million to their four hundred, somewhere in the middle, someone who's talking to each other is not doing their job properly. Because a perfect rebuttal would have been probably two hundred million, at least half. Instead, you're cutting it down all the way to about one fifth of it. Somewhere in the middle, someone's not doing their job. Someone's not for the union because they're probably getting paid by the companies to not do their job or to do it just I do enough. I partially yeah, agree with you. I can see that because unions or you know anything in general that can be lobbied will be lobbied to some extent. People will always try to sway something to their, you know, wants and needs, uh, regardless. And you know how I feel about unions. Yeah, I, 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 I'm all for pe- I'm all for the voice of the people, and I'm all for change, um, for the better, and for 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 people being taken care of. But my experience, my personal experience with unions, is not same. good. So yeah, but for. But I do think they need to be paid appropriately. I do agree that that something is not right. Regardless of what it is, something's not right. And and the streaming services are a problem. I will say this. Um, for entertainment writers to go on strike, though, I do feel that this is on the distributors. Because, like, when I see transportation strikes and other strikes, I'm like, okay... The union just wants more money because the people are tired of paying their dues and they want to have a way for these people to pay money and dues and blah, blah, blah. Like here, it, where I'm at, we have set the strikes like every two years. They're like, oh, bus drivers aren't getting paid enough. Strike. Now, granted, I will say they got to deal with the general public. You got one driver driving a bus of like 30, 40, sometimes more angry people packed on a bus like sardines and they got to deal with that. They got to be in control of that. Understandable. But they also just go on strike for like the, just the sake of just causing chaos because they deal with chaos. It's just like, we just want to watch the world burn. But for the writer's guild of America, when's the last time you ever heard of them going on a strike? Oh, it's been in our lifetime. I don't, I don't, I don't, I remember it happening, but it was a, a long, long time, ago. time ago. I think it was the early 2000s. Like, it's, it's, it's not something that's common. And they're, they're, strike, they're striking 2007, some, some, 2008. 2007, 2008. I was just graduating was, high school. <laughs> like, I was, I was just entering the working world. And it got, it got resolved. Their strike was for the new media, hence... "Quote unquote streaming." Clearly, oh, that didn't work knew out that so streaming well. Was going to be a problem, so they've been tolerating it. This is like the AI thing. Every single year, this 
country and this world keeps giving me things on my that are not on my bingo fucking list of that year. And every year I'm like, just burn it all down. Hard reset. Uh, but, uh, I'm, I'm going to throw this down. out there too. Itachi brought up transportation strikes and, uh, you know, public utility strikes. There's a difference between those and writer strikes. When a writer strikes, entertainment stops, but entertainment only affects fans. While transportation strikes and other public strikes affect everyone. Even people who don't watch TV, don't consume media like that. They'll look at this writer strike and be like, uh, it'll be over in a few months. I'll go back to watching my TV shows when they come back on. I'm going to work. I'm going to do my things. Glad my bus still takes the route and whatnot. That's why, you know, these writer strikes are going to ha- are just, it, I think it's going to blow over. They're going to get maybe $120 million, except that. And then they're still going to get fucked over for the next 20 years. You know, what if now this is this is this is going to sound crazy, I know. But what if. Over the past several decades, we kept up with inflation and paid people appropriately. I'm going to tell you, you, sir, will require competent people running the country. I'm going to tell you something economy as a commoner. With. If you're so lucky, if if we're so lucky, we're peasants, we're not commoners. If if, if, this is my theory on inflation, I know some economic guru out there will be like, oh, well, this was a true breakdown of it. Blah, blah, blah. Is that, is that what That's what he sounds like, like in my head. Someone, you know, That's what a lot of them honest. sound like. People are very, anyone who's good with words can make a smart person feel dumb in a conversation. They, as long as they mm-hmm. can make themselves sound like Google, they can make anyone feel stupid. Because most people aren't going to do the legwork and research. I feel that inflation is Rich person wakes up, says, I want more money. I am in control of oil. I am in control of resources. There's a high demand right now for exhibit X and Y. If I raise those prices under the guise that there is a crisis and shortage, I can make more money. Make it happen. They go to their team and they say, make it happen. Well, no one's going to like that. How do you that. think that long exactly. is going to last? And that's how it gets I mean, going. We, we, we've seen, we've seen, we, we have recorded many accounts in history where we've known that there was some form of, you know, shady crap happening within people of power. The commoners and peasants revolt up, disband the people of, of power, and just, it, it happens every time. I mean, for God's <laughs> sakes, the fucking French are revolted because they changed the 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 retirement, the retirement age by age. two years. I will say this: the French revolting makes me nervous. It is because the last time they really revolted, they kind of uh, invented the guillotine. I'm just saying. I'm just like, saying. Like, be, let's be honest. They got to bring that back. Are they running around smacking each other with baguettes? <laughs> what is the show anymore? <laughs> this is awesome. Are they running around with their breadsticks and smacking everyone? <laughs> is, is, is that is that what it is? Because the people aren't willing to be violent. I no, I don't that's know. that's like, that's Jesus what it is. Christ. The people aren't willing to be violent, and right now there is a lot of fear being thrown in at us with all these mass shooting reports. Them coming up with some weird things, not releasing manifestos. They're bringing fear. They want you to stay inside, not to go outside, not to do the protesting, the revolting, and any of that. They want you inside. They want you to accept the pagan you're gonna get. 
and say thank you. Please <laughs> give me more. Please give me more pain. No, That's I, what it is. Yeah, exactly. I, I have a question for you guys. Is the world on more fire year after yes. year? Does it just feel like it's, is it truly on more fire or do we just have more access to the internet? More in, access. In instant. It's like, definitely more access. Media. I feel like it. we have more access and the media blows it out of proportion. You know, some things are well meant to be blown out of proportion because it is a horrible situation. Other things are blown out of proportion and you read and you're like, why the hell is this like a four page article? This could have been a paragraph footnote on another article. My my final thought on all of this before we wrap up the episode, and this is this is something that we'll have to talk about on our our Patreon podcast. So if you guys want our more in depth thoughts, make sure to visit our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash OSN. Or do you learn definitely. about Warner's in fucking Florida? Yeah, we'll we'll find out why Warner's hates Florida in depth over there. Just wait. You don't even know. I have a thesis <laughs> ready. But COVID ripped off the blinders we all had like none of the stuff that is happening now is new but covid ripped off the blinders for everyone where we I all went wait a minute i will argue that this ain't right <laughs> I, I i i disagree with that and covid put blinders off of some people but also blinded more people than unblinded because there are more people tunnel vision You've noticed that since COVID and after pre-COVID and post-COVID, there are more tunnel vision people. This is true. This is also true. I agree with both of you. And I, 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 I truly think that, uh, you know, whatever happened during COVID, there's a lot of fuckery. COVID right was now. what 20, what was it? Two, the year 2000 was supposed to be. It happened in 2020 instead of the year 2000. I, I, I'm, I'm convinced like 2020 to 2030, maybe it may be longer something that it's going to be called the COVID era. And it's not just because of a, of a viral epidemic. It's going to be because of just, just chaotic stupidity across the board and all possible. It, it will forms. go, it, it will lose the meaning. People won't even relate it to a virus anymore. Like in like a hundred years, they'll be like, Oh crap. It's another COVID, but that's not the virus. It's just the era they're describing. <laughs> It's like, Daddy, what happened to when you were in COVID? I'm really like, I don't even know. I was, I was in my house oh, playing video Christ. games for the most of that time. I dark days. Yeah, it was dark days. But let us know your thoughts. Do you feel that the Writers Guild is in the right? Uh, where do you consume all of your media? Um, do you consume it all on streaming? Do you still watch broadcast television? Um, and if you work in the industry and if you are a writer and you happen to be listening to this podcast, we would love to hear from you guys. We would love more information on this. At the time we were recording this, there isn't a lot of information available. I think the story broke like an hour before we started recording. So it, right now it's a lot of it's a lot of hypotheticals. But all I'm going to say at, right at this is episodes ago, we've all said it. I definitely have been saying it. AI was going to start replacing replacing jobs sooner than later. And I know a lot of people want to live in the comfort when they say, oh, that's years away to keep you from worrying until they let you go in your job to let you, and then say we replaced you with a machine. So while AI has some great purposes, it is also <laughs> very dangerous right now to to your 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 average worker. Um, 
and and we're seeing it right now with the uh, entertainment industry. But let us know your thoughts. Visit our website, osntechmedia.com and go to the show page, GZ Chop Shop Podcast, where you can submit your thoughts for us to, uh, to answer or read on a future episode. Anyway, you guys have been awesome. Stay safe. Take care of yourself and each other. We will catch all you wonderful people on the next podcast. Later. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or ACAST for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store at thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.